bonus, bonus. Bonus, bonus. Bonus, bonus. Welcome to Last Weekly, where we talk, laugh, and sometimes bitch about the highs and lows of the past week. Except this week, because we're giving you an all-new Last Weekly Backstage, backstage. Extra. Only backstage. Where backstage. you get to hear what we discuss backstage. right before we record the next episode of the show. Alright guys, a lot has happened in the last couple of days. We lost two big people we lost dmx and we lost the queen's husband at least according to the crown it was her husband so what do you guys danger. think about what's happening danger <laughs> oh man i laugh but that's yeah probably not the best lead into this but for a moment you just sounded like a rapper you're like danger um <laughs> so that was yeah very dmx of you um wow dmx like Nobody saw that coming. That was that's insane, and uh, people I, people are really being impacted by it. And and uh, you know, I, I when I heard this, I was like, oh, like how does how does this happen? Like you're you're fifty. I didn't even know he was that old. To be very honest with you, um, it's, it's really young. It's just such. I feel like it's so young, and I wonder if you know, his, his addiction and his drug use have something to do with his weakened heart. Uh, and I mean, anybody can have a heart attack, but I'm just curious if, well, this was a case of an overdose, right? I thought that he did absolutely OD and that they basically brought him back and there was like limited brain function and people were praying and having vigils for him in the hospital. And uh, what makes it sad is right before the pandemic, apparently he had been through some kind of rehab or something like that. And he was apparently in a very good place and he uh, had performed live and he was talking. There's people been sharing videos of him talking about, you know, going through the fire and where he was and how he was in a good place. But apparently um, the pandemic was like for a lot of us, he had a really hard time during the pandemic and apparently uh his sobriety kind of took a hit during these tough times we've all been living through for the past Mm, year mm. plus and um and now he's gone and so his music moved a lot of people i'm gonna be honest i could not name a dmx song to save my life but i knew him via being on tmz all the time they would show all of his uh different mug shots and that kind of thing and so i knew him for more of the drama of his life than his actual music sad to say you know um x gonna give it to you you know that song I guess don't I could pretend like I do, but what? Don't. get at me, dog, I, or stop, drop, open up shop. Like you have to know some of these songs, Kevin. Come yeah, on, yeah, I yeah. Don't, um, yeah, those are all my favorites. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> give it to you, nineteen ninety-eight. Oh, come oh, on. bring back memories, Tone. So why don't you share some of yours? I would say at at, at the very least, um, we've lost someone who was a big part of our collective popular culture and we grew mm-hmm. up with from the nineties at, 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 I would say more towards the most section where we lost someone who, uh, for a lot of people. And I would say for myself as well, growing up whose music provided comfort at times and provided a lot of enjoyment. When I heard that he died today, um, I saw that yesterday. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of you people out there who are, who are a-holes. And I'm going to just say it like that. Cause the RIP DMX was trending um, yesterday, and there was a lot of people who were pointing out the fact that he had a that he had a drug problem. And 
I I don't I don't think that adds to anyone. I don't think that helps anyone. Like we we regardless of, of what the reason is, I don't think that helps anyone here and that. Even when people talk today, um, I'm not one of those people who say, "Oh, somebody died. We got to talk nice about them now." Like I, I'm not that person either. But I just feel like it was kind of dirty to do that. And today, when I saw he actually passed, my stomach just dropped because I'm 41, and what what Danger just said, it just. He wasn't that old. Like I'm at that age no. where people are starting to die, like, you know, closer to my age. And I'm like, he's not that old. But my daughter just asked me if, if Justin Timberlake is alive, like, like, like maybe before. Yesterday. Oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> we old now to them. We old to the, to the, to the generation. Justin <laughs> Timberlake's still alive. Oh she's not, is he still yeah, alive? Uh, that, how old is your daughter? She's five. And I played for her Cry Me a River. And she said, is he still alive, daddy? Is this the oldie? Aww. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, that is an old song, so maybe she, yeah, you know. Cry Me a River an is an song. oldie? No, well, I mean, you, it's based on an old song, Cry Me a River. You but, know, you know, also when you're five song. years old, everything is an Everybody's oldie. Everybody's old. Everything's yeah. an oldie, yeah. so yeah. Wow. When when she's like, Daddy, tell me about the dinosaurs, then be concerned. <laughs> so, oh, my God. I but guess we're going to know about you, Kevin. Wait a second. But did he, did, was, this a, was this based on an overdose? Because I haven't. It seems like there's a lot of speculation, but I haven't seen anything actually saying that he had an overdose. They're saying that he had a ca- catastrophic cardiac arrest. I mean, we could jump to conclusions. I'm, it might be safe to assume that there was some drugs involved because of his. Okay, past you know what? Maybe I'm just I'm taking what I th- I thought I heard on TMZ. So maybe I'm wrong. But you feel free oh, to God, look it up. While we're, since since again, <laughs> we're just letting our hair down and just kind of chatting before we record our next episode. Feel free to head over to Google and search and see if there's anything about an overdose because I thought that he had an overdose and that's what that's what they were talking about during his vigil on the news and everything like that. So I, yeah, I could have gotten it I, wrong. I've looked and I, I I see a lot of speculation, but I don't really see anything definitive well, well we're recording this on friday april 9th so more information will come out there will be For an autopsy sure. i'm absolutely sure so whatever the speculation is that it'll be cleared up soon but i i will be shocked it's, if there is had nothing to do with this and as far as making fun of it or talking about it as if it it's different if he died of a drug overdose that's an addiction. It's a it's a disease like any other. So if we're not going to laugh when somebody dies of cancer, we shouldn't laugh when someone dies of alcohol poisoning because they're an alcoholic or somebody yeah. dies of a drug overdose. This is something that some this person could not control. They couldn't get a handle on and more power to the people that are able to get a handle on it and and beat that back. But for those people who who aren't able to. It doesn't make it any less of a loss for their family, their friends, mm-hmm. for the people who love them. So just, yeah, you know what? We have all been through so much collectively as not just a country, as a world to still be so ugly after what we've been through. I feel like people are getting uglier. Which is shocking to me. I feel like we should be kinder and embracing each other more. I don't understand why when I saw like when we talked about in a, an episode or so ago, the Asian hate and seeing yeah. like people push like an an eighty year old man down, I just I I can't fathom the depth of the brokenness of mm. the souls of people like that. I don't know what it's going to take. Um, you already know how I feel about the former president and how he tapped in to just this mm-hmm. deep well of hatred and resentment and racism that was always bubbling beneath the surface. And um, 
I don't know what it's going to take to heal or if nothing else, just kind of beat some of that back, put some of it back underground. I hope that we can get there. Um, one thing we let, we need to talk about before we start uh, the actual episode that we're about to record while we're here. Let's talk about the loss of the Duke of Edinburgh, also known as Prince Philip, I believe. Um, uh-huh. 99 years old. After, you know, he had had some health issues. He had just recently had a surgery, I believe. Um, I think it was on his heart. Let me know if I'm wrong on that. But um, he was in the hospital and he got gotten out of the hospital and he's been through so much and just kept, he and his wife both have just kept coming back and have had such active lives in the public eye as for people as old as the man was 99 and 99. you can't tell me he didn't look good to 99 that yeah. man was you know going and um what really upset me is literally the man is not even cold and the Pierce Morgans of the world were already trying to blame Meghan Markle for the death of a 99 year old man. (laughs) Now we're really grasping. Yeah. As if she hadn't, she and Prince uh, Harry or William, William, I was getting mixed up. Yeah. Prince Harry, if they hadn't done that Oprah interview, you know, he'd be still doing triathlons or something. So <laughs> what, what do you guys think of uh, his legacy and the whole hate that, that people are trying to once again, well up? It, it has to be the black woman's fault or the biracial woman's fault that this 99 year old man died. It, 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 I think it goes back to what you're saying. Like, People are just getting uglier and uglier, but I I feel like there's two camps and I'll talk about that in a second, but yeah, it's hard to believe, uh, that that's where they're going with this. And, and it's not just that, but I also saw some back to what tone was saying. They're already putting things on the internet. Like, Oh, he wasn't a perfect person. Oh, okay. Well, who was, who is, you know, but like, <laughs> is he, all- <laughs> he was the one person that isn't perfect. Like all of the rest of I us. No, imagine. That's so sad. Um, I know. Mm. What's your take on this, by the way? Because um, I, re- I saw when Rush Limbaugh died recently, um, there was a lot of people online, and I- I'm not defending Rush Limbaugh at all. Like, he obviously said some terrible things, and, you know, he perpetrated a lot of terrible stereotypes. But the the point getting, like, how do you guys feel if someone was terrible, let's say, during life, and they died? Do you feel like the, the A, we should we should obviously point out the fact that they're terrible, there should be a waiting period? Like, what? how do you feel about that? I, uh, you know, I just feel like if you can't say something nice, say nothing. If you can't be kind, be quiet. I don't think it's any surprise. I mean, let's be realistic, right? The people that loved him, they're still going to love him. They're going to love him even more after he's dead. So nothing that you're going to say is going to open their eyes or change their minds. And the people that hated him, they already know why they don't like him. So do we really need to point that out also? I mean, like, no matter what camp you're in, what side you're on, do you really need to say it? Because the people that think like you already know it, you know it. The people that are on the other side that don't like him or whatever, they they have the same amount of people that don't like him and, and they know why. So I just feel like when somebody passes away, just be respectful because how would you feel like, again, it goes back to like treating the others the way that you would want to be treated yourself. If that was your brother, your cousin, your uncle, your aunt, your sister, your mom, your dad, your whatever, how would you feel if they just passed? What do you want to see online about them? 
Um, their, their legacy speaks for itself, but how do you, do you want to see other people talking about your loved ones that way? Granted, whether they were good or bad, that's on them. But, but I think we just need to be respectful of their family. And I know there could be people that say, well, you know, he did this, he did that. He wasn't thinking about his family when he was out there doing A, B, C, or D, but you know, we each get to make a choice and I say, choose kindness. So good or bad, just let people mourn. And if you can't be nice, then be quiet. All right. I have a lot of respect for everything you've just said. And <laughs> in in most cases, I would absolutely positively agree with everything you said. But with every rule, there is an exception. <laughs> and the Rush Limbaugh's of the world absolutely deserve that deserve that exemption because when people were trying to venerate him right after he died, people were putting out videos of some of his greatest hits. Mm-hmm. My favorite of which, or my 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 least favorite of which, I should put it that way, is when he mocked uh, Michael J. Fox for his Parkinson's disease and joked and shimmied and shook and claimed that he was faking it and making it look more serious than it was when he was uh, testifying about uh, this health issue. And so wait, here, I heard you out danger. Hear me out. So I absolutely get what you're saying. And, and there's, and I have no problem. And I can, I can actually respect people who choose to let the family mourn and let's not speak ill of the dead kind of thing. That's an expression for a reason. But Mm -hmm. when people, try to rewrite history that's one of the things that happens now mm-hmm. people try to rewrite the history of somebody and put it out there and places like fox news put out absolute disinformation about who people were to try and color look at the insurrection they're trying to basically claim that oh this the insurrection really wasn't an insurrection it was a protest i'm hearing that now and that no one was really in danger people died during it and they're trying to paint it as if these were just trump supporters first try to say it was antifa so people try to rewrite history uh with lies and so if you're going to come out with lies about who someone was and what they did and didn't do when it comes to racism homophobia sexism sexual abuse then and try and put like a fake halo on them oh believe me be damn sure i will knock it right off your ever loving head wow. i will knock it right off your ever loving head yeah it's, a, <laughs> uh, it's on you tone what do you think of your own question answer your own question, question. <laughs> um I, I i i'll just be honest and say you know what i i don't, I don't know I, I really don't know what the answer is i've felt sometimes certain ways when i heard someone die for example um I was in my bath. I live in I live in New York and I live in a building uh, for those who don't know. And 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 obviously we have incredible density here. Um, So I'm in my bathroom one Sunday night and I remember like cheering and fireworks in my bathroom. And my wife calls me into the room. She's like, come here, come here. I go into the room and I see probably the most sophisticated, well put together president in my life saying that he has killed Osama bin Laden. And I just remember people cheering. There was people celebrating in front of the White House. And I'm in New York. Like, New York was, I, I don't even have to put it in words, like, what 9-11 meant to, means to New York City. And mm-hmm. at that moment, I, I'm not going to say I felt joy, but I, I felt like, yeah, justice. Like, I, it, there was, like, a, a feeling over me. And I always yeah. look back at that and say, it was like, was that oh, the right thing to feel? And I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know how. To, I don't know if it's right to point out the fact that people are horrible. 
I, no, I think it's right to point out that people are horrible, but I don't know if at that moment should you celebrate. But I know I, I, it's just sometimes it's, it's just human. Like if someone that you hate or someone's done ter- something terrible to you, I mm-hmm. think it's just human to feel those feel th- that way. I just don't know if it's human to go online and say it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then also, you know, what you say is is archived, you know, basically. But I think I just feel like I, I totally get what you're saying, Kevin. I totally understand that. Uh, with the lies and and the baseless claims and things like that. And I can see where you would want to refute that. That makes sense. But I, you know, so many times I have to say that if I'm being honest and people who followed me on Twitter, if you knew me when I first got on Twitter, you know, the way that I behave now is completely different. But now I really think about what I'm going to say before I say it. And there's so many times that I, say, I need to respond to this. And then I'll just take a moment and be like, okay, what benefit is there going to be if I say this? Like who, first of all, who cares? Right. And is it so important to me that I absolutely have to share this right now? Because, uh, most of the time what I'm going to say or what I'm going to do, I could just keep it to myself. So I just feel like you know, there's a time and a place. And again, going back to whose mind are you going to change? I mean, the people that, that are in love with whoever the person is that they're, you know, trying to glorify, you can refute all you want. They're not going to care. They're not going to listen. They're not going to change their mind. So what's the point? Well, I think there is a point because they wouldn't be they wouldn't be trying to rewrite history if they didn't think it could they could have some success with it by putting out a bunch of false information and trying to rewrite the history of uh, someone's life right after they die. And so I feel like there's a reason why people feel like they have to refute it and they refute it with um, I don't even think it has to be about name calling. But as far as in putting out clips and letting the person's own words speak for them. From Mm -hmm. beyond the grave, I think is an excellent way of doing it. And as far as what Tome was talking about, this is why I said what I said before. There are exceptions to every rule. In general, I absolutely agree with what Danger is saying. And we shouldn't speak ill of the dead and think about the family. But when someone is responsible for the deaths of thousands of people, Mm -hmm. uh, and when they go down, I think that there is a collective sigh of relief and celebration that this nightmare is over. And so... Um, And as far as saying it online tone, I feel like online is our community. We have our community as the people that like physically live next door to us. But online is our community. Tone, how did I meet you? I met you (laughs) online. Danger, how did I meet you? Online. Our Mm -hmm. community is global now because of online. And so if you're going to talk to your neighbors across a fence, me talking to you about something that happened in the world on Twitter is talking across our electronic fence. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of that, Kevin, like you hit a, a perfect note with Twitter. Um, do you guys think that the the platform itself, like like Danger said something and you just said something that I, I feel like we could tie together and I want to see what you guys think about this. Danger said that people at that moment feel like they have to say something. And the whole nature of Twitter is basically spewing your thoughts at the moment online. Yeah. And what Kevin just said is like, do people have to think like we're a community, like you want to share your thoughts with the community. For example, like Kim Kardashian this week, um, 
so you guys can bring this in also. She just made a billion dollars. And I saw so many people just come out and just blurt out, you know, like Kim Kardashian didn't deserve that. She didn't make her own money. <laughs> All these thoughts just spewing or like on, yeah. online. And part of it, I was like, yeah, I kind of agree with that. But like, did I really need to hear this? Like, what do you guys think about this? Is it because of the platform that we're choosing to communicate on? Or you think this is just online period? Well, I think that basically these are the kind of conversations that we would have with friends or coworkers around a water cooler. And True. now that True. we're a lot of us are at home still because of the pandemic, our water cooler um, and our digital fence is Twitter. It's Instagram. And we talk about what's happening in the world. And um, the funny thing is, when it comes to Kim Kardashian, we talked about on last weekly when they had first announced that Kylie, not Kylie. Yeah, Kylie. Yeah, Kylie. Uh, Jenner. That she was the, uh, the family's first self-made billionaire, and <laughs> we lost it. And I don't feel any guilt about anything I said about that. Uh, of course, she was she wasn't dead, but true, so true. I, I wouldn't if, if I was invited to speak at her funeral, I wouldn't be like, and we know that girl did not know. I would not go into <laughs> it. But on last weekly, hell's yeah. Now the funny thing is to me. Kim earned every I to me she is the billionaire and she earned it honestly you're hear me out every penny that family has made has been on that girl's back literally wow exactly <laughs> and so the idea that we can't give her credit for her actually that that now Forbes is saying that she is has reached billionaire status oh yeah that girl earned that money have you seen Ray J she earned wow. it yeah, she earned it. I would, I wouldn't say this on the show, but I will say this backstage. Only backstage. Only backstage. Um, what's amazing? What's amazing about that though is that like he tried to throw her under the bus, and she became a billionaire. Take that. She became the bus. Like, <laughs> she <became> the bus. <laughs> and, then, and then she <laughs> backed it up. <laughs> boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> no but part of it is misogyny absolutely there is misogyny in it and i'm sure there are a lot of people um women included that don't feel that she has helped the cause of feminism uh but she's done what she's done and she has been you can't deny the success you can have a problem with the message she puts out into the world you can have a problem with her choice in husbands i think even she has a problem with her choice in husband which is why they're getting a divorce mm -hmm. so there's you can have lots of issues with her but you can't deny the fact that they have been insanely successful you know what there are other people out there that did sex tapes but where are they now where are they now this woman has remained relevant she rode that ray j bus and rode right past him where the f is ray j who's thinking about ray j is he relevant is he a billionaire is anybody in his family a billionaire now there's an argument to be made it could be about racism or whatever there's an argument to be made but um you can't deny to me the success that she and oh, I, begrudgingly her family have had. Mm -hmm. yeah. Speaking of her family, um, her sister was also uh, in the news this week for. Uh, oh my God! Oh, oh, you want to go there? Let's go there. We're, there. Go We're already go. there. Go ahead, Kevin. You seem like you seem no, like you go. go ahead. I want to let you oh. say this. You brought it up. Well. I, I always get swing that back. Oh God! You, you put the ball <laughs> on the wow, I feel like we're in TMZ now. Um, no, but speaking interestingly enough, like her, her, she, Kim Kardashian and her family. Just, just to, to, to connect the dots here, 
they they've made a living off of selling their image, selling their likeness, selling their lifestyle right. to people. Um, be it from what is it, Spanx? That's what the Kim Kardashian calls that a skin type. Oh, skims, skims. Because remember, initially they were called kimonos, oh, and then yeah. people were like, um, you're appropriating, Miss. And she was like, all right. And so she retooled and came back with skims. So, um, <laughs> so, so Kim Kardashian's sister Chloe. Um, who who has had a, a I would say like a rebranding online because she's changed her image a lot and the way that she represents yeah. a rebranding online and Kevin. online and at the doctor's <laughs> office. Thank you very much. That's what we have, Kevin here. So she's changed the way she looks a lot, and she uh, she's been very just like all the other Kardashians. She's very protective of her image, and turns out that one of her assistants posted a picture that she was in. And this is like a fully clothed picture, just a picture of her in a social event in a private moment with some friends. The picture got out there into the Internet. And uh, apparently they're saying that she was not happy with the way she viewed in this picture. And they tried to bring this basically remove this picture from online. And what people have been doing is that they've been sharing the picture more. And so the the, the whole the whole the con- a part of the conversation is people are saying um, it's kind of like uh, hypocritical to want to remove this picture in which, you know, she appears to be fully clothed and just hanging out with some friends, you know, but in a private setting with her friends and every image that she's showed so far in her rebranding and because she changed her image so much is her looking so polished and different. And, and people are saying that she should let that other picture out there in the wild because it gives young girls and women uh, a view <laughs> that she's complete, you know, she's also a normal person and that they don't have to aspire to her maybe image. Your thoughts. What you call polished, I call filtered. Okay, and the other thing is, I haven't seen the image you're talking about. I thought there was another image because I heard on a show about this, about this whole controversy and the fact that she uh, didn't like a particular photo. And they said uh, because she doesn't like it, they weren't going to post it uh, on the show. They didn't show it on the television show. And so I searched for it to see, well, what was all this? Why is this a story? And the picture that came up for me on Google was her in a swimsuit. And there was a picture that was unflattering and it was a recent photo. So I haven't even seen the one you're talking talking about but her stance is she believes that anybody should have the right she's not saying just her but conveniently mm-hmm. um she's saying oh all people should have the right if they don't like a picture if they think it's not flattering to have it be taken off the internet so does that seem remotely feasible to anybody and what's crazy to me is there are so many airbrushed you know, uh, filtered photos of them. They can put out the image that they want to portray to the world when they're selling their cosmetics and all their different things, which again, just from my perspective as a man, I don't understand why anybody wants to buy makeup from somebody who every time they go to a doctor to get operated on says that makeup will not fix this. And then I'm going to buy makeup from you. All I would, all I would buy from you is a referral to the surgeon that you used. Cause maybe that'll help me to look more like you. But your makeup isn't doing the job because if it did, you wouldn't keep getting cut on. Or the poo poo shakes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even what? know what that means, and I'm afraid to ask. Uh, uh, what do you have? You know anything about this danger? Have you seen anything about this story? Oh yes, yeah, I saw the picture, and I do believe it's the picture of her in the bathing suit. That's what um, I thought. It was. It's not her in a, at a with family, her. like a friend's gathering. And she's in a bathing suit. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't look for the image because. I am my crazy mind. If somebody doesn't want to see you, I, my personal take really quick is I don't. If somebody doesn't want me to see an image, I don't think I should go looking for it. But go ahead, Danger. She's in a bathing suit. Yeah, I mean she's in she's in a bathing suit, and uh, I mean she looks fine. She looks like a normal person, like everybody else. Um, 
but yeah, she's in front of the pool. She's in her bathing suit. She's holding her phone. She's posed. She's even posing. Um, but uh, I guess she just didn't like the photo after she saw it. And she just, you know, she's like, oh, I don't, I don't want you to post that one. Um, cause of course, you know, she doesn't look super tan and you know, her hair is not done, you know, it's just in a ponytail and you know, you can see it, it's imperfect. You know, it hasn't I, been I airbrushed. I feel like she doesn't have some kind of like, uh, you're, like you mentioned airbrush, but I think, I think the other sister must use some kind of body makeup because almost they, they don't look like they have any pores or their skin doesn't look like human yeah. skin. It looks almost like, like some kind of plastic or like it's been spray painted. And I so mean, I can, think in the photo, yeah, I mean, she has regular human skin. And, yes. um, and so the light is hitting her in a certain way and you can see quote unquote imperfections that any person would have and first of all her body is amazing absolutely you can't deny the squats the working out the 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 crunches um the nestle's crunches no just kidding um all all the work that she does to have that body um you can't deny it in that photo or any other photo so i feel bad that she feels bad about it and the sad part i think about when it comes to her is a lot of people Chloe was their Kardashian. She was quote unquote the people's Kardashian right, because she, she seemed she was, to like she was one of us. <laughs> yeah, she seemed to be immune to all of the beauty bullshit that uh oops. That's right. This, oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this really is <laughs> the beauty oh, no. BS. The beauty BS. <laughs> the, let's coin that term. <laughs> Danger, don't have your kids listen to this episode. Anyway, um <laughs> okay. She does she seemed immune to the beauty BS that the her sisters seemed to be fully engulfed in. And she was mm-hmm. just like, I'm just me. I'm just moving through the world, being my fabulous self, and I'm not gonna pay attention to what everybody else is doing or trying to hold myself up to some impossible beauty standard. And then all of a sudden she was like, you know what I'm gonna do? hold myself to an impossible beauty standard and get mad if anybody releases a photo where I am not living up to that artificial standard. Yeah, she Beyonce that (laughs) Pardon my language. (laughs) Oh, yeah, when Beyonce tried to take back that picture. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and also there yep. was times when Beyonce. There was a time when Beyonce uh, fell in one of her concerts, and she tried oh, to get yes. people to take that off the internet. The of uh, her falling. So, yeah. yo, just... speaking of falling, did you guys see the picture of Potus falling up the stairs? Get on, get on the yes. plane. Yes, I. How, you, how could you not see it? Because Fox News had it on in a twenty-four hour loop. Yes. Your, your, your so thoughts? Are, uh, what did you? Because they're making it seem like they're making it seem like th- he has a problem. Where I just see my these are slippery stairs, and the man's seventy what seventy eight seventy five. It's and it was crazy windy. So yeah, oh, and, the, and also these are the he same exact time. people. That what bugs me about this is just can you even try to feign some kind of consistency? <laughs> these are the same people. Remember when Donald Trump could not hold a glass to drink water with one hand? They laid it, nothing to see here. When he couldn't pronounce, when he was slurring his words, uh, sorry, God rush him. Oh, he's fine. He's fine. When he when he needed to walk down a ramp, like he was walking down this gentle sloping ramp, and he was walking down it like he was 165, and like, oh, nothing to see here. And then we see the current president, uh, uh, 
See, something's wrong with me, Fox News. <laughs> Joe Biden uh, uh, tripping, walking up, uh, uh, walking up some stairs, and just like, oh, this means he's not fit to be president is absolutely ridiculous. Try to feign some consistency at least if you're not going to be consistent. Mm-hmm. So two things that Fox News loves airing is Joe Biden's dog attacking someone, like biting like this. <laughs> oh, my God. The fa- this story about the dog biting somebody, they will not. Let- they, You know what they are, Tone? They're a dog with a bone. They will not let major. They want they want that dog to be put down. They just keep going Aww. after that dog. And what's I so know. crazy? What's so crazy is. And so what if you're successful? We're supposed to hate Joe Biden because his dog, the dog that he and his wife rescued, bit somebody like a dog has ever bit somebody before. I mean, it is I mean, just it's so, a rescue. It's Cut so it from stupid. They, and they There's say a lot that of the pressure previous being a president's president dog. didn't have a dog or a pet. Like, isn't that weird? Like every president before had a pet and the prior president didn't have one. And now they're after major. Well, he's too self-absorbed to actually be concerned about caring for any other living thing. Wait a second. He no, did Kevin. care for his Coca-Cola. <laughs> did you see that picture of him? <laughs> oh, my God. That, okay. For, for, please break that down for the people. So, basically. Georgia. Uh, the governor Georgia. signed a very, very uh, anti-voting, Georgia. oppressive legislation for voters. And a lot of companies, Coca-Cola being one of them, took a stance Georgia. and called them out for it. And some companies are are even taking their business out of Georgia. It. So Georgia conservatives on the right, um, Donald Trump for once is saying that that his Georgia. that people should start boycotting those companies, including Coca-Cola. But what's funny is that he um, shared an image recently, and in the image, um, these people are like sleuths. Like they they they, they take oh, apart yeah. everything. You can you find a Coca Cola bottle, what appears to be a Coca Cola bottle, hidden behind some things on his desk. So he he says boycott Coca Cola, but he can't even stop drinking Coca Cola. <laughs> well, well, that's one thing. Why would anybody think tr- anything that Trump is asking his supporters to do that he would ever do anything he asks his supporters to do? <laughs> For some reason, everybody has collective amnesia. Do you remember one of the things when he was running for president the first time? He was saying, I'm a billionaire. I don't need anybody's money. That's why you should vote for me because I'm out of special interest. I can't be bought. No one's paying for my campaign. And then he basically said, oh, and by the way, uh, all you senior citizens out there, give me your social security check so I can run for president to protect you. It's just like, wait a minute. I thought the reason why we were supposed to support you because you didn't need our money. But now you're asking for money. Patriots. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely disgusting asking, quote unquote, patriots to, to give him money. It was a scam from the start. His running for president was a scam that shocked him that he actually won. Uh, and he and he grifted the biggest grift of any grifter in the history of time. And um, <laughs> yeah. And so why would you think that he would hold himself to the same standard he asked his supporters to be held to? Absolute stupidity. Uh, one thing I do want to say would really bug me about this story. Now, um, Moscow Mitch, I mean, Mitch McConnell was also saying publicly that he wants companies like Coca-Cola and all these corporations to stay out of politics because they're the ones that are taking a stand against these these Jim Crow voting laws that states like Georgia are trying to put forward. And my favorite part about it is this. After he made that strong stance, he goes, oh, but we still want you to donate money. So, oh, wait, you can be in politics as long as you're on our side. When you're not on our side, it's the same thing they always do with, with celebrities. Shut up Nothing and dribble. Agri- 
nothing yeah nothing aggravates republicans more than the elites on the left and the right coast of the of the country until one of those elites scott bayo is on their side and they can't put him on tv enough and when some basketball player says something they don't like it, what is, what do they say shut up and dribble but then when some Republican uh, football player says something, then they're all like, let him speak. He's an American. Let him share his thoughts. So, again, can you even feign consistency? Kevin, no disrespect to Scott Bayo, but I don't think anyone's referred to him as the elite. <laughs> He's a coastal elite. <laughs> well, he was at one time. Charles in charge. <laughs> of our days and, and our, our nights. nights. <laughs> I don't want Charles in charge of me. That's for damn sure. Uh, I don't want him in charge of me either. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Wow. Oh my god. This is this was so much fun. I am so glad that Tone suggested we just start recording what we normally discuss before we would discuss an episode. So this was so I much know, fun. Because normally he's like, save it for the show. <laughs> so this just turned out to be like a bonus episode. Uh we took you backstage <laughs> and it was a little bit rawer than I wanted it to be. So yeah. sorry about that. And um Join us for the next regular episode. And if you like this, please let us know. And we might take you backstage and give you a little bit more extra. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, bye bye. 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 <laughs> what a bunch of lunatics we are. <laughs> <laughs>